It's a love story as old as time. Boy meets girl. Boy gets gunned down in a toy store, transfers her soul into a doll. Boy doll goes on killing spree, gets killed. Girl finds boy doll, brings him back to life. Boy murders girl and transfers her soul into a girl doll. Boy and girl go on a twisted love killing spree. We watched Bride of Chucky. We watched it so you don't have to. So you know what time it is. Happy Valentine's Day weekend, Moogles. Yes, yes. Valentine's Day is upon us, and uh, this may actually be released on Valentine's Day. It's possible, yeah. yeah. This yeah. might actually be an on-Valentine's Day release by the time I get around to... And, and I think we picked a good one. I think so, too. Yeah, because we're... A little, we're d- little something different. Watching Bride of Chucky, motherfucker! Yeah! Yeah, Woo! this is... One of the franchises that uh, is is big and known, and one we haven't done before. This is, yeah, this is our first uh, child's play. Yeah, movie. like we we've done Friday Thirteenth, we've done Nightmare on Elm Streets, uh, we did The Howling last week. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Pork Chop, of course. Yeah, pork. Can't forget pork, <laughs> can't chop, forget pork chop. A big one. But you know, this is uh, this is a big one. Oh, Hellraiser, we did Hellraisers as well. Yeah, Halloween's. yeah. Halloween's, Halloween's, Hellraiser. Yeah, we haven't touched uh, Child's Play. That's right. Yeah, I think the last next one we need to tackle in some way, shape, or form is pick your fucking poison, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's probably that's the last one we haven't touched to yet. So we might get to maybe the new generation. But we got it. Like, we got a Chucky yeah, movie. You know, kind of a, a normal Valentine Day movie, horror movies. We've done Bloody Valentine. We did all the other ones. We did X Ray or slash, you know, AKA Valentine's Day Massacre, whatever it's called, and uh, a few others. So uh, you know what? Let's do a love Lo- story. Lovers we Lane. Need, we need, we, Lovers Lane. Lovers we Lane. needed a love story for Valentine's Day, and so we. Found Bride of Chucky. Why not? Greatest love story ever told. Ever told. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Romeo and Juliet. Uh, but, it's, all, it's all about Chucky and Tiffany. But, you know, it is Valentine's Day weekend. And, you know, by the time you hear this, it's never too late to get yourself or your loved one a belated Valentine's Day gift. And a bladed gift. Bladed, just because I mean, by the time you hear this. I thought you said bladed. A bla- well, it is bladed, too. Yeah. It is bladed. Uh, but get, you know what? Do yourself and your loved one a favor. Get you over to manscaped.com where you can uh, get yourself a performance package, if you will. Get, all Treat yourself. You know, like they say, treat yourself. And because uh, it's a great little package. And it, it, I mean, it comes with the, the Pride and Joy, the Lawnmower 4.0. It's a great product. It is a great mm-hmm. product. The electric trimmer, uh, it's designed to trim hair on loose skin. Um, so with the advanced skin safe technology, it reduces nicks and cuts on your delicate balls, which is great because you don't want to be nicking yourself there because it hurts and it sucks. I've done it. My, it I've done it before. Yeah, man, man, my 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 boys hang low. I swing them to and fro, <laughs> so it's got it's got some loose skin. So I'm glad that they're taking the, the time and effort to create a technology that's going to make my boys nice and smooth. Because I've tried shaving my balls with other stuff before and it hurts. It's it little does. nicks and cuts and stuff like that. Never had a problem. Never had a problem. 
with the lawnmower 4.0. I can testify you know? to that. Um, yeah. I've, I've said, I've never I personally have never had a problem. It reduces nicks and cuts. It's fantastic. Absolutely fantastic product. It fits your hand well. It's easy to use. It, it, it does the job quickly and efficiently and painlessly. It is absolutely wonderful. But that's not all you get in the performance package. Oh, no, no, no. That's just the cream of the crop. You also get the crop reviver, the ball deodorant. You're really obsessed with the balls, my friend, but I also like the weed whacker. I like the, the nose hair trimmer and ear and hair trimmer because, man, I'm a hairy motherfucker. Yep. My nose hair, like, I have a beard, but it kind of grows. It's like it's gross to see nose hair grow into a beard. It's fucking gross, but a lot of guys tend to do that because eh, it's easy. Get off your goddamn ass and shave your fucking nose. And, man, I got to tell you, <laughs> This bad boy is comfortable. It's comfortable. Don't get me wrong. They're, they're not reinventing the wheel, but it is probably the most comfortable nose hair trimmer I've ever used. Yes. Ever. So I, I'm, I'm a big fan of the weed weapon. I, f- I find I use it the other time, first time for myself. and uh, I use I it like almost it. every day. I love it. It's been better. Because beforehand, I was using just this the micro-touch blade thing, and it was not the most pleasant thing to use. And, but, right. So micro-touch, gone. That's that's out. Uh, the weed whacker now is in. That's what I'm using. Um, but yeah, get, check it all out. You can go to manscaped.com and use our promo code MOONGOON for 20% off your entire purchase and free shipping. And it ships internationally. It does. Uh, you, your balls, any other special significant other will all thank you. Go over to manscaped.com. Uh, and since I forgot to do our, this for the top of our uh, our corporate shell-out moment, I'm just going to throw this in right now. <laughs> why, why would you do that? I don't know. We've already done it. I know, because I feel like I need to. But all right, it's done. It's over. There's our... Uh, we, get, we can move on now. Yeah. All right, boom. Let's move on to um, the movie, Bride of Chucky. Uh, this is released on October 16th of 1998. That feels so long ago. For uh, some reason, it feels like this movie's way newer to me. Because when I looked at it, I was like, 98... Holy shit, for some reason, I was thinking like 2010. <laughs> like, I was way off. Yeah. God, 98. That's the year we graduated high, high school. school. <laughs> 98. God damn. Started college. Yeah, that was our freshman year of college. Just came out. We were freshmen. Uh, written by Don Mancini. Directed by Ronnie Yu, who also directed Freddy vs. Jason. Jason, yeah. Uh, you can currently find this on Google Play, Apple TV, Vudu, Amazon, and YouTube. Unfortunately, it's not free. On there, you do have to rent it, I believe. Or if you're lucky, like us, you own it. Um, you owned it? Yes, I own it. All right. Yeah, I got the uh, I got a, oh. as, a, as a present from Cincinnati Jeff from Here Comes a Spooky Podcast. Cincinnati Jeff, not just a werewolf. Check out Here Comes a Spooky Podcast, another platform. Fantastic guys, great podcast to listen to. They or Cincinnati Jeff anyway gave me a. Box set of all the uh, Child's Play movies. That's right. I yeah. got one, too. It's sitting right there on my shelf. I I'm looking it at here. it. And did you not use it? I forgot. Did you I, dumb bastard. I didn't use it. You know what my dumb ass did? My dumb ass bought it oh, on Amazon. No! <laughs> Apparently, it was gifted to me. And you own it. <laughs> and I already owned it. I own it twice now. <laughs> wow. I, honestly, I forgot I had the box set. I, for some reason, to me, I was thinking... Oh, it's probably just like the first three. It probably is not in because it's the Child's Play box set. And this oh, is the first one. It's not Child's Play anymore. It's a different name. So I just, I was like, oh, it's probably not in that. Dude, box it's set. it's got everything up into Cult of Chucky. I think. Okay. Yeah. That movie's a fucking weird ass thing too. I thought about doing that at one point. 
That's a weird one. Yeah, doesn't mean we can't do it in the future. Maybe. So anyway, let's move on. Cast. Uh, we Brad Dorf is back. Is still doing Chucky. So we're getting more. Uh, Tiffany is played by Jennifer Tilly. Yes. I know who that is. She's a fucking smoke show in this movie. Uh, Jade is played by a very young, budding, Stardock career. Uh, Catherine Heigl is in this movie. Probably her best movie. Probably. Uh, Damien is played by Alexis Arquette, who was previously known as Robert Arquette. I uh, got 72, cre- 72 crafts, including Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the movie of Mice and Men, Pulp Fiction. Sometimes they come back again. The Wedding Singer, Children of the Corn Five, and and she's all that. And she he was also he she's all killer drag queens on Dope, Lords of Dogtown, and a Robbie Williams music video as well. Yeah, I remember him from the Wedding Singer. He was uh, the George character uh, who who'd always sing. Do you really want to hurt yeah. me? And they're like, but he has to play it twice. Like, boo, get off the stage. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that movie. That's a good um, one. He's, but. He is. He, she is siblings with Patricia and David Arquette. So he's part of the Arquette clan. Uh, he tra- was. He passed away. Yes. He Damn. transitioned into a woman in 2006. Way before that bitch, Caitlin. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Um, but since 2013, until his death in 2016... Uh, he was living as a man again with his brother or something. So he like had like fluidity going yeah, on. Yeah, he, he he became a woman. He's like, oh, I made a mistake. I don't want to be a woman anymore. Now I'm being a man again. It's, it's so weird how some people, I mean, hey, good for you. Whatever you feel like being, that's fine. I don't care. It's just kind of, it's interesting. Yeah. I find it interesting. Very interesting. Uh, Chief Kincaid is played by the late, great John Ritter is in this oh, movie. yeah. Man, he and he looks sharp. He looks pretty good. Yeah, he does. Because he was in... It was around this time, then, like the mid to late '90s, he did a Buffy episode mm-hmm. where he was yes. a, he was a little bigger, a he little was like thicker. The robot cyborg yes, dad. yes, yes, and he yeah. was like be- he was it was dark. Yeah, it was a dark. It was like hitting his hitting Buffy like as a stepdad figure. Yeah, before she knew as a robot, he's slapping her around. I'm like Jesus Christ. Yeah, you know? that. That, and the mom's like, I don't believe you, Buffy. And I'm I like, Oh God, I didn't watch as many or in as, of the episode as you and Cincinnati Jeff. I know has. But I, that is one episode I do remember vividly was that oh, like, one. Jesus. Yeah. yeah it's dark. Uh, Motel Maid is played by Kathy Najim, uh, Hocus Pocus. She's the voice uh, of Peggy Hill on King of the Hill. And she does tons of other voice acting. She's in Sister Act 1 and 2. And, yes, she is Mary Sanders in Hocus Pocus and its upcoming sequel. Uh, Which I'm excited about. I don't care what you think. I know you're. I know. <laughs> I know you're not a Hocus Pocus fan. I know you're not. You think it's a bandwagon thing, but you know I'm. I'm pumped, dude. I think All it'd right. be awesome. Um, and lastly, we have Diane, played by Janet Kidder. Uh, she is the niece of Margot Kidder. Uh, she's mostly done TV work with reoccurring roles on shows like Continuum, Star Trek Discovery, Charmed, the reboot version, and Arrow. And she was also Alice in Ginger Snaps too, which I know that series of movies had like a small little following. For a while. Um, so that's the cast we're going to talk about. And that's it. So let's, uh, let's, all right, guys, sit back. Uh, get the, get that fire going. Sit back on your bearskin rug. Get some wine, a little box of chocolates. Cut up with your loved one, because here we go. <laughs> so we move, the movie opens on this dark, stormy night at the Lockport Police Evidence Building. Uh, and I got to say, the city of Lockport must have, like, the highest fucking crime rate in the world. Because they have not just an evidence room, but an entire fucking building dedicated just to evidence lockup alone. And f- so much evidence from crimes that a regular evidence room just will not hold it all. It needs its own building. 
And based on the things we see in this evidence locker, Lockport may also be the murder capital of the world. And Chucky may be the least of their worries. Because <laughs> apparently they also have to deal with Jason Voorhees, Michael Myers, Freddy Krueger, and Leatherface all in this one town. And they're all prominently displayed. Yeah. Like you can see it's like big like there's a there's a hockey mask for Jason. There's the Freddy Krueger glove. There's a chain it's like the Michael Myers mask from Halloween. Yeah. All prominently displayed. And where's Chucky? In the corner fucking <laughs> locker closed and locked away in a garbage bag. <laughs> um Yeah. So I'm just like fucking Amy, how's there gonna be left alive in this town if those are all the people they have to deal with? But anyway, so yeah, this cop enters and he goes to a specific locker and pulls out a trash bag, which uh, yeah, and flees the building. He drives through the hard fallen rain to an old abandoned warehouse where he sits in his car and he waits. After a moment, his curiosity gets to him. He opens the bag to have a look inside, but as soon as he peeks in, he gets grabbed from behind and gets his throat slashed by a straight razor. I think it's a straight razor. Yeah. And he dies. He's dead. The killer walks around to the passenger side of the cop car and we see that it's Jennifer Tilly, who looks like a fucking smoke show, uh, just bombshell in this like fuck me dress. She's got, uh, she just looks great in this movie. She's got the skin tight black vinyl mini dress she's wearing. Shows up every mouth watering curve of hers. I mean, um, she's always been an absolute bombshell. Yeah. Um, but, and she's 40 years old in this role. She's, she's 40. She's she keeping 40 it tight. This? Yes. Jesus Christ. I thought she was like in her thirties. Keeping it tight. Yeah, she Maybe did. she was 39 during filming, but it came out and cause I was looking at her. I'm like, Man, she was in the big chill. Jesus Christ. That was a movie in the late 70s. I'm like, what's going on? And I check it out, and I'm like, oh, shit. She was 40. She, she was born in 58. This came out in 98. So either, oh, wow. it was, either she was like 39 when they filmed it, but she was, you know, Did late. Did not know she 30, was that old because I was still looking like 33 in this movie. Mwah. Yeah. So good. So hot in this movie. Um, anyway, Tilly reaches into the car, takes the cop Zippo lighter, and then pulls the lifeless and mangled body of Chucky from the trash bag. And just leaves the warehouse. And at this point, cue Rob Zombie's music. <laughs> Living Dead <laughs> Living Girl. Living Dead Girl. Yeah. Uh, cut to Tilly's trailer park home, which is decorated and covered in all sorts of fucking dolls and newspaper clippings, all of whom are about uh, Charles Lee Ray and Chucky. Uh, while the credits play, we get a montage of Tilly fixing and stitching up the mangled Chucky doll. And she's repairing it. Once the doll is done, she like lies seductively down on the floor in front of the patched up doll, all like sexed up. It's like, ooh, okay, we're weird. Um, and then we cut to a very nice large brick house where we meet high schooler David, who's dressed up in a tuxedo, knocks on the door, which is answered by police chief chief John Ritter, who introduces himself as police chief Kincaid Jade's uncle. After a bit of small talk between Kincaid and David, uh, Jay comes down the stairs wearing a fancy prom-like dress, looking damn good. And I, did, I, did, I wrote a note that I had forgotten just how hot Catherine Heigl was or is at this point. Um, and then I was like, man, I haven't seen her in a long fucking time. Like, But didn't she just become like a mega bitchy diva who nobody wanted to work with anymore? I, I or don't know, but man, I think she gets a lot of sh- hate. Something she happened. gets a lot of like she she did a ton of like shitty rom coms yeah and she, you know which is fine you yeah. mean that's your if that's your bread and butter go for it she seems I think all there's a lot of like 
I hate that comes to her, and I don't know why. Yeah. Because there's other actresses who do just about the same amount of crap, but for some reason she catches it. So I don't really know. Yeah. I don't pay attention to her. So. so She was a big thing for a while, just movie after movie after movie. And, and, and Grey's just, Anatomy, too, and stuff. And then yeah. just disappeared. And I remember hearing, oh, well, she's hard to work with, or she has a diva problem. I don't know. I mean, but it just, she's one that was like so big for a while and then just fell off and just disappeared. Like occasionally might pop up like a, a Hallmark Christmas. Movie yeah. Like I, I'm not a fan of her. I really don't care about her work, but I don't hate her. Yeah. You know, I don't care. I just don't care. Um, so anyway, uh, we learned that Kincaid is not, like is, is her uncle, not her dad. Uh, David and Jade leave for whatever dance they're going to. But as soon as they do, Ritter calls one of his men on the radio and says, Hey, they just left, you know, go get him or something like that. We cut to David and Jade driving and popping up in the backseat is Jesse, Jade's real boyfriend. Jade climbs in the backseat. They start making out, but they soon get pulled over by Deputy Needle Nose, uh, which I don't even know. Yeah, they call him Needle Nose. He's just called Needle Nose. And his nose isn't even that big. I don't get it. Um, kind of pointy. Kind of pointy, but not really. Um, anyway, so we go back to Tilly's trailer home where she is reading Voodoo for Dummies. Which Hilarious. I was, which I thought was pretty fucking funny. Because that 90s, man, that was when those things were... The four Dummies books were everywhere. everywhere. Yep. Yes, they were. Atkins Diet for Dummies. <laughs> Weightlifting for Dummies. Yep. You know, Excel for Dummies. Yep. Word Program for Dummies. Yep. Everything word Processing, dummies. yeah. Dummies Books for Dummies. Yeah, it was ridiculous how many... Um, you, how many did you, your Your folks had a good My dad dummies. had a... You your your dad had a good dummies library. There was like stock market for dummies and stuff like he had that. Like four or five, yeah. But I, I think could, I think I just remember them because they were always like together. Yeah, you know, <laughs> so it just looked like this he had a lot of, more. This yeah, chunk of like yellow, yellow dummy books, spines on a bookcase. Yeah, <laughs> yellow bookcase. Um, so uh, anyway, she she's setting up the ritual to try to bring Chucky back to life. She performs the ritual, but nothing seems to happen. And in frustration, she just tosses the Voodoo for Dummies book over his shoulder. Says, what a crock. Which I thought was kind of funny, the way she just tosses it. Uh, then comes a knock on the door. And now we meet Damien, the ultra-goth guy who's in love with uh, Tilly. Uh, he shows her a picture of a bloody dead guy that he supposedly killed in hopes of basically winning her affection. And she's getting horned up. Yeah. She's into it. Uh, but then she quickly realizes that it's just him in makeup. And she yells at him. She's calling him names. Saying, you never, never actually- killed anybody. Yeah, you're a pathetic worm. You never killed anyone, did you? And this is when she knows is that Chucky is no longer in the ritual pentagram that she drew and on the floor. And she is excited. Yeah, she's like, Ooh. But she keeps it to herself. Yeah. She's she, like, oh. She does a good job of keep like the good acting on the part of Jennifer Tilly here because you can see like the excitement in her face but how she's just trying to keep it in so she can manipulate this guy. Yeah. It, she's she's doing great. Um, she slyly glances around uh, her small trailer and when she thinks she's found where Chucky's hiding, he, she calls Damien over and asks him to look under the, the, the sofa, the lounge seat for her dropped lipstick. So he gets on the floor, reaches under the sofa but turns out Chucky's not there. Nothing happens except for a jump scare of Tilly's pet spider falling on his face. Uh, she puts the spider back in the tank, and that's when the power goes out. And again, she's not very concerned because she kind of knows. She's like, ooh, okay. Now things are getting picking up a bit. Uh, Damien, at this point, gets on the bed, takes off his shirt, and tries to seduce Tilly into joining him by saying the French call orgasms 
Le Petit Mor- uh, Morte or something like that. The Little Death. The Little Death. Let's die a yeah, little. Yeah, yes. Come on, Tiffany. Let's die a little. Tiffany's not even, like, at this point, even really paying attention to him, but rather glancing around the trailer looking for Chucky. Thunder and lightning hit, and Chucky then just magically appears, sitting next to Tilly, who screams out a bit. Damien goes over, sits down next to her, picks up Chucky, scoffing at the doll. He's like, it's a fucking Chucky doll. It's so 80s. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this isn't scary. Yeah, and then Chucky in his famous doll voice says, hi, I'm Chucky. Want to play? That famous line he says in the, in the little kid voice. Um, he asks where she, she got this thing from. She tells him that she got it from the cops, and it's the actual doll from those murders, and that she's stitching them back up, blah, blah, blah. Damien can't believe that she would even want this thing because it's not even scary. He then proceeds to punch Chucky in the face. And dry hump it. And then dry humps Chucky's ass before throwing him to the floor while laughing. Uh, then Tilly's like, okay, Damien, you want to play? And he's like, yeah, okay, let's, yeah. Uh, she handcuffs a nearly naked Damien to her bed by both the wrists and the ankles. She whispers in his ears, are you ready for a menage a trois? Which this goth tar doesn't even know what that means. I'm like, are you shitting me? He knows la petite morte in French, but not menage a trois. Every fucking person knows what a menage a trois means. 12 year olds know what a menage a trois means. And this fucktard, goth tard, as I'll say, does say, I don't, what's that mean? I, I don't know. This, that's just shitty, stupid, right? Everybody knows what menage a trois means. But anyway. Tilly then sets Chucky on Damien's chest and starts doing like this sexy strip tease for the two of them. Uh, while she dances, she tells Damien that Chucky has a bad temper and that they used to live together for years before the cops killed him and he passed his soul into a doll. But boy, is he the jealous type. And if anybody ever looked at her the wrong, even just looked at her, Chucky would take care of them. She goes on and say that he... Uh, he was an incredible lover that she's the best he ever, she ever had. Again, Damien scoffs at this thing. Come on, baby. He ain't big enough to take care of a girl like you. And with that, Chucky's head spins completely around a la Linda Blair in the Exorcist style. Chucky looks down. Damien says, it ain't the size that counts, asshole. It's what you do with it. And then Chucky's whole body spins around uh, to face Damien. Chucky rips out Damien's lip rings. And does he have an artery in his lip? Because it bleeds so much. Thank you. It's just gushing blood everywhere. Profusely bleeding. Like I like that's way too much blood. I think for having a lip ring ripped out. Uh, But then he grabs the pillow and smothers Damien with it. Chucky then just sits on the pillow and has like a conversation, calm, a very calm reunion. Like, hey, baby, I'm back. How's it going? <laughs> yeah, like, again. This guy's like, Rrr, yeah. Dying. All the while, Damien's like screaming and twitching underneath this pillow. It's kind of funny. I get it. Uh, we learned that it's taken Tilly 10 years to find Chucky and get him back. Um, eventually, Damien dies and Tilly picks up Chucky, gives him a peck on the cheek. And now we cut back to the kids who are being breathalyzed by Officer Needlenose while standing in the pouring rain. Up drives Ritter, who demands Jade get back in her car. She and Jesse get defiant a bit, but Ritter threatens basically, like, hey, you know what? I'm the chief. I can do what I want. What if I, I, I can fake a blood test to get you arrested for drinking and driving or something like that? So Jade's like, 
reluctant to find I'll go. She get goes off a ridder and they drive. It's away. so weird the dynamic because this is not her father. This right. is an uncle. Mm-hmm. And like it's not like he's de- like is she is is he in her care? Is there, are her parents dead? That's what I. That's the only thing I've gathered. Yeah, like I, we didn't we didn't quite get that. I mean, it wasn't wasn't like he did say something to the effect of "I don't care as soon as you hit eighteen, you can fucking die for all I care." Yes, something like something along does, those lines. Yeah, I've, so I'm like, so yeah, so is he? They never quite make that clear. They never do, but yeah, you have to assume like I did that something her parents are dead or and that he is the legal guardian. He's right. in her care, obviously. But yeah, they never. She never even explained like why, where her parents at, what happened. It's never explained. Yeah, they must have left their money to the chief of police also because this house is huge for a police officer. Really yeah. big house. I mean, he's the chief of police in a small town, small town. Most, yeah, but it's like, a big it, ass house, it's bro. Huge. It's so nice. Yeah, uh, way more. Uh, so anyway, Jay drives off with uh, with Ritter, uh, and we cut back to Tilly and Chucky, um, and Chucky shows. She, I'm sorry. She shows Chucky the uh, this little bl- uh, baby playpen that she's got uh, for their nursery, and tells him that she still has the ring that he gave her. Uh, they talk about Chucky starts laughing at the fact that Tilly thought he was going to marry her, and tells her that the ring was something he just took off with one of his victims because apparently it's worth like five thousand dollars, but never got a chance of selling it. Right. Tilly gets pissed off, tosses Chucky into the playpen, and locks it up. Trapping him inside like a like a like it's a little jail cell. What a shitty move on Chucky's part, you know. <laughs> like even if you you just got resurrected, bro, you know. And she's talking about like just just be like, uh huh, yeah, you know. Don't piss her off that fast after being resurrected. Come on. Yeah, hundred uh, percent agree. Um, so, uh, where were they? She she locks him in the playpen and tells him that he's been she's been a prisoner of her. Love for him for a long time, but now it's payback time. And then she basically just goes, curls up in bed, the same bed that still has Damien's corpse handcuffed to it, which she kind of like nudges with her ass and a foot to kind of like make more Get room for herself. Way, yeah. Get out, which I'm like, that's kind of funny. And she just goes to sleep and next to the corpse. Uh, we jump to the next morning. We see that Jesse lives in the same trailer park as Tilly. And he's out washing his sweet, sweet eagle van. Dude, that van is pretty cool. It is pretty sweet. Um, Tilly exits her trailer, dragging this large, heavy trunk, sees Jesse, uh, and asks him to if he could like load the chest into her trunk of the car for her, which he does. So what's up with this trailer park? Because it's like the sexiest people live there. Because that yeah. dude is cut. He's he a really good-looking guy. Jennifer Tilly's there. And you know what? For a trailer park, picturesque. It's you got like a, a nice stream little, that's like going little, by. Quiet like river, river like a yeah. babbling brook kind of thing. It's really nice. Waterfront property. <laughs> it's yeah, it's the nicest trailer I've ever seen. And yeah, it's a, it's a trailer park of the sexy people, apparently. Yeah. yeah. Or just Hollywood's like, Hollywood's uh, trailer park. Hollywood trailer park, yeah. Um so at this point, Chucky screams out from inside, like, Where the fuck are you, Tiffany? And Tilly's just like, ah, I'm just babysitting. He's just got a mouth on him. Um she didn't ask Jesse out for drinks later. She's like, Hey, you want to get me? basically asked him on a date. He declines, saying he can't because he's seen someone else, uh, then excuses himself. But before he leaves, Tilly tells him to treat her right, her his girl right, and don't take her for granted. Uh, and tells him, that, tells him a saying that her mother used to tell her, that if a woman spends all day sweating over a stove, cooking him dinner, at least he can do, the least he can do is do the dishes. Do the dishes, yeah. 
Tilly then gets in her car, drives away. Um, and I gotta say, now we've already mentioned, it, but at this point, like Jennifer Tilly, not only does she look great in this movie, she crushes it. Yeah, like she is so good in this movie and in this role. Like she makes this movie, in my opinion. Like it's it's like it's not a Chucky movie anymore. This is a this is a Tiffany 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 Jennifer Tilly movie. Um, cut to inside where Chucky has spelled out kill Tiffany slow in children's blocks <laughs> and plays with a speaking spell, which asks him to spell woman, which he spells as bitch. Uh, Tilly comes back with a large gift wrap present for Chucky. She opens it up for him, telling him that she thinks it would do him some good to settle down. She gives him the gift, which Chucky, um, which is a Chucky sized girl doll wearing a wedding dress. It's a weird toy. Yeah. Because it's like a wet, like, Chucky was a, a good guy, quote yeah, unquote. Exactly. He was he was a he was for kids. Yes, the good um, guy. You doll. know, he was a good guy doll. Whereas this is, it, it's in a very nice looking wedding dress, and it looks, but it's saying like, "I will cherish and love you forever." Like this doesn't look like a kid's toy. It's really strange. It's a weird, it's weird like, doll. It's kind of like an early. It's like the American girl doll. Yes, like, yes. These big ones that can big fancy things and. But yeah, uh, it says I wish to uh, love and cherish you forever or something like that. And um, the doll has a pearl necklace, and 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 uh, uh, strapped on the pearl necklace is the ring that Tilly had or Chucky gave her. Uh, Tilly throws rice in Chucky's face and says, "Congratulations, you two, and then leaves. Uh, Chucky rips off the necklace and uh, then just smacks the doll away from him. He takes the ring. Is my mic on? Yeah, yeah I, I can't hear myself. Oh, there I, there I am. I turned it I down am. a little because you're uh, going red, but you're still on. I'm just loud. Um, so we cut to Tilly in the bathtub, and it's at this point that I realized her trailer is actually a TARDIS because this fucking bathroom is huge. I didn't it, think it about that. You're right. It has a full-sized claw-footed tub in it. This bathroom might just be bigger than my bedroom. And there's no fucking way this tiny trailer would have a bathroom this goddamn big in it. It's huge. And it has a skylight. <laughs> it does. This is like seriously, this bathroom it would be this is almost the size of the whole trailer when we see in the other scenes. <laughs> it's an abnormality of physics and and, and laws of But science. I don't hate it. No. She also has a TV in this on a on a stand in the bath in the bathroom as well. And as she bathes in her bubble bath, she flips through the channel, spending some time watching the news, which is reporting on the murder of a police officer, the one that she killed, which she comments on and makes those comments on. Uh, then she flips through murder, she wrote, and then she settles on watching The Bride of Frankenstein. Universal Pictures, much like Chucky. So now is Chucky a universal monster? I guess you would have to be. Wow. Um while she's watching TV in the tub, Chucky is using the diamond of the ring to saw through the wooden bars with a playpen. And once they're weak enough, he punches through the bars, uh, busting himself out, freeing him from the playpen. Chucky grabs a knife, heads to the bathroom. And I do love this shot of Chucky that when he's pressing his face, his face against the, the plastic, the plastic mm-hmm. curtain, because it is, it's probably the best shot in this movie. It's creepy looking. It's, it's fucking creepy and, and freaky looking. It's really good. Chucky screams out, charges Tilly in the tub with the knife raised, but Killington just kicks Chucky in the face and she goes just flying. Kicks the shit out of him and he goes flying across the room. I loved him. Like, 
that. I thought it was hilarious. But he bumps into no, no. He he gets up. Oh. He, he gets up and he's like, "Fuck!" So it's he's like, "That doesn't work." So he runs and charges and knocks pushes the, the TV. He pushes the TV stand into, into the, tub, the tub, which causes the TV to fall in. And Tilly's uh, electrocuted. Yeah, electrocuting Tilly. As soon as she dies, Chucky performs the ritual and transfers her soul into the girl doll. And as you can imagine, Tilly is pretty pissed off to find out she was murdered and then turned into a doll. <laughs> she punches Chucky, who says, you got your wish. You're mine now, doll. So you better love, honor, and cherish. They end up, after some arguing and fighting and some crying on Tilly's part, they end up deciding to work together so they can get the amulet of Dembala, which is what they need to transfer their souls back into the, a, a human body. Which is weird that you can do the ritual to transform your soul from a human body to a doll without anything other than just just, just with words. just with a book with, with, just a voodoo book, for just dummies with some, yeah with, with yeah some words. yeah just yeah words. it's as easy as having voodoo for dummies but yeah in order to reverse it you have to have a special amulet that is so like why would it work only one way um so. The problem with that is, though, the amulet is buried with Chucky's corpse in Hackensack, New Jersey. So they come up with a plan. Tilly calls Jesse on her phone and offers him $500 to drive the two dolls to Hackensack. Uh, Jesse says he'll do it, but but he wants $1,000. So Tilly's like, sure, you got it. So cue the montage now of doll Tiffany, uh, doll Tilly, basically, changing her look. And doll herself up to make her doll version look more like her. her like her dyes her hair yeah. blonde. She puts on the makeup. She adds a beauty mark. She's, she's dolling herself up. She's do- the doll is dolling herself up. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Smoking cigarettes. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Jesse shows up, uses a hidden key uh, to let himself into Tilly's trailer, grabs the two dolls and the money she left for him, and reasons like, okay, please deliver these to the caretaker at the Hackensack Cemetery. <laughs> Love Tiff. So, okay, so she smokes a cigarette here. Now, I haven't seen a lot of Child's Play movies, but I, I not too long ago watched the first one. And part of the thing that was getting Chucky all fucking worked up was that he had to get out of the doll body because it was starting to become, like, flesh, and he was going to be able to be killed. Um, he was starting... It was he, the time he was spending in the doll body. He wasn't just a doll anymore. He was starting to get blood and bones and things like that. Oh. And, and that's why he was, like, needed to get out of the body, if I remember correctly. So, right off the bat, Jennifer Tilly's girl is smoking and, like, has lungs, I guess, to draw, okay, yeah. up, and, uh, draw up a cigarette. That's just me being a little picky, but I, just, I was I was kind of curious how that works. Yeah, like, but I think kind of like so many other movies we watch, they just throw the lore out just for fun. Yeah, I don't – I do not know enough about the Child's Play lore. Like, I do remember there was more urgency – in Chucky in the early movie to like get out of his body. I thought um, I could explore I, that was one I, of the reasons I, I why. Think so yeah. too. But then it seems like, cause he'll be trapped in there. If he be, once he finally, you know, yeah, but, I mean, we're in movie four now. It seems like he's pretty well trapped. Um, <laughs> that like he's kind of given up on. on yeah. Does he thing. ever get out of the ball, the doll? He does. What a, what a fucking goof. He, so he's always, <laughs> From the movie one, he tries, then he's like, ah, fuck he's it. Like, he's like, yeah, I want to get out of his body. Whatever. 
Yeah, I don't. And then you're right. Like at this point, like you kind of give up the suspension disbelief. Like, okay, they don't have lungs, but she's smoking. Right. They don't have muscles or blood either, but they bleed and. Right, right. And so and it's then... like whatever. I don't know. It's like, it's all over the place. So, um, Jesse takes the dollars. He leaves. We cut to Jade and David sitting on the curb out front of Jade's house talking. Jesse pulls up. David leaves. Jesse asks Jade to marry him tonight and run off with him. Uh, he shows her the money and tells her there's another $500 waiting for them and that he'll put a down payment or deposit for an apartment and help pay her way through college. And I love how he thinks he's going to be able to do all this with a whopping thousand bucks. He did say he was going to get a job. Right, but still, I, I we're going to get married. We're going to get an apartment. We're going to do all this on a thousand dollars. So this is a 1998 grand, but it's not like a million dollars. It's one. It's one thousand seven hundred dollars today. Yeah. Seventeen hundred dollars. So it's not even two grand. Yeah, like you ain't doing that shit with seven a thousand dollars. Like, come on, like this. That that alone, Jade should show that this guy does not comprehend. Like, is ready for adulthood if he thinks he can do that with a thousand dollars. Yeah, maybe there's a reason he's in the trailer. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> also. Now we just lost our trailer listeners. Why? Again, like, is he, like, how old is this kid? Like, we assume he's high school. We think he's 17. high school. But if he's living in a trailer, again, we assume. All well, I, he, we don't, time I'm thinking, he's by himself. I mean, he, doesn't, I mean, he might have a mom or maybe, something. Maybe, but, you like, know, I mean, whatever. It's never, I don't know, it's weird. Um, he just hangs out shirtless in his trailer watching his van in the trailer park all day. But, so... Anyway, Jade Jade says, "Yeah, yeah, okay, I'll marry you." And they so they hurry up and run back to the house, just hastily pack her up, pack up some things. After they run inside, we pan, the camera like pans to the back of the van where we see John Ridge just like apparently was just there hanging out behind the van the whole time. Um, and he tries to open up the tailgates, but they're locked. So he runs off to get something to break into the van with. While he's gone inside the van, Chucky and Tiff have a funny conversation about Chucky's murder weapons of choice. It turns into a bit with Chucky trying to find the right instrument of murder. Uh, the first thing he grabs is a ball pin hammer, which Tiff says is predictable. And I think this is a reference to Chucky's very first kill in Child's Play 1, which I believed he used a ball pin hammer. It was, in. yeah, he killed his the kid's babysitter. With it, yeah, if okay. I remember correctly. he She beats the shit up, and she falls out a window. Yeah. Um, and eventually they settle on a jar of nails that Tiffany finds. Uh, Ritter comes back, breaks into the van, plants a bag of weed underneath one of the seat cushions in the back. That's so funny nowadays. Yeah, I know. Now it's like, really? Weed? But like, I guess... Now maybe, it's like legal in yeah. so many states. Like, we're in Illinois right now recording, and it's legal in Illinois. In yeah. St. Louis, it's completely decriminalized. So... Yeah, um, it's like, man, weed's come a long way. Yeah, it has. Good for you, weed. Good for you. <laughs> little weed's all grown up now. <laughs> um, it's legitimate. Oh, jeez. Uh, so he hears Tiff laughing, crawls up to the front seat to see where the sounds going. He looks over and sees two dolls, which, of course, he brushes off as harmless dolls, a bit an ugly one in Chucky's case. He looks up then and sees a line of nails that are set up on a da- on the dashboard. Tiff yells out, now! And then she ducks as Chucky cuts a wire, causing the airbag to deploy, which in turn launches the nails like tiny missiles of death right into Ritter's face. Ritter screams as his face is bombarded with nails. Contorted to this weird, twisted yeah, face. Yeah, he's just a grin. His, he falls over dead. 
Chucky looks down at Ritter's face. With these says, nails, it's all poking out of his head. And says, now, why does that look so familiar? Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Nice Hellraiser reference yep. right there. Uh, yeah, it's because he really Pinhead. Like Pinhead, yeah. you get it. See? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, 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 the two dolls then quickly hide Ritter's body in like this storage compartment that's underneath one of the bench seats. And they clean up the blood just in time as Jesse and Jade get back in the van, hop in. They drive off. As they drive off, Chucky finds the bag of weed and pockets it. Uh, they quickly get pulled over by Officer Needle Nose again. Jesse pulls over um, in front of like a local food at the, shack. At the smoke and so- the soda, one- the soda and smoke. I mean, everyone there is just ripping bongs and yeah, smoking eat, weed and, and eating, eating ha- hamburgers. hamburgers. And, yeah, it's called and the, as soon one as the cops. Stop. The cops show up they're like, oh, bummer. <laughs> yeah, the one stop, which is it's popping off. This place is packed with people, and they're hanging out in the parking lot. Yeah, very. Uh, very 80s almost thing. They like, hang out in parking lot of places, but yeah. yeah. It almost felt more of like 50s, 60s, yeah. like, 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 like the roll dry, up, di- yeah, dry up ri- driving yeah. diners, you know, and people roller skating up and stuff. And, yeah, but, they, but instead of like, you know, sodas and burgers only, like, there's so much weed smoking going yeah, on. Like, everyone's of... smoking weed. Um, so, Neo knows, has, has them get out of the car. Jade pleads with him to give them a break. He just laughs at her. This sets her off, and she straight up attacks him and has to be held back by Jesse. So Jade literally just assaulted a cop and should be arrested on the spot, but isn't. Well, there's also a little back and forth about how Needlenose is getting paid on this on the under yeah. under the table to keep eyes on him. Yes. And he's rubbing that in her face. So eh, you know But it, she's still assaults she does, a police she does. officer. She does, but it was I'm not saying you're right, hundred yeah. percent, but at the same time, she should a thousand percent be arrested for assault and police. But I, I think right he was just like, fuck it, because he's rubbing it into her face. So I think he kind of took it as, yeah. Um, but, but at the same time, the crowd sees this and is like, oh, shit. Yep. He's letting that slide. Um, not a great cop. And not only does she assault him, but she threatens to vaporize him, which is a very oddly specific threat. It's very sci-fi. Now, I'm going to kick <laughs> your ass and I'm going to kill you. I'm going to vaporize you. That is such an odd thing to say to someone. I mean, seriously, who threatens to vapor si- vaporize? Is she a super villain? Klingons. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to vaporize you. Uh, so while Jade and Jesse are dealing with Nino Nose, Chucky and Tiff are in the back of the van smoking a joint. Because <laughs> everybody else, why not? Sure. Um, Jesse tells Jade, like, I'll take care of you. You go get us something to eat. So Nino Nose just lets her go, even though she just assaults him. Says, yeah, go. Go get food or something like that. Um, so she just walks off, which, like I said, after assaulting a cop, Neo Nose gets into the back of the van at this point to look around because he's supposed to find the bag of weed. Yeah. So um, at this point, he, he sees the hatch for the storage compartment and starts to lift the lid, but Tiff, like, kicks him, causing the distraction, allowing Chucky to toss the bag of weed somewhere else, which Neo Nose finds instead of finding the body. John Ritter, yeah. Which um, he shows the bag of weed to Jesse. Jesse's like, that's bullshit. You know that's not mine. Blah, blah, blah. Jesse go- says, you're in trouble now. Ha, ha, ha. You stay here. He goes back. Neil knows goes back to his car to call uh, on- call Ritter on the radio. C- call it in. Horrible cop. Yeah. It's like, you're busted. Stay here <laughs> with your car keys and your car. And your girlfriend <laughs> who just assaulted me that I left go off. He just food. lets him hang out. Um. 
Meanwhile, Chucky tells Tiff to watch and learn from a master. With that, he takes the Zippo from Tiff and an old shirt, then crawls along the sidewalk over to Neo Nose's squad car where he stuffs the shirt down the gas tank and then lights the shirt that's the rest of the shirt is sticking out of it with the lighter. Chucky drops the lighter as he crawls back to the van, um, which is kind of a pointless plot point, but eh, it kind of comes back. Kind of, but it doesn't really mean anything. It, it doesn't. doesn't. It doesn't. So it's like I don't know why they focus so much on it. Uh, Neo Nose smells the fire, looks up, sees uh, the two dolls smiling and waving from the back of the van. He screams. The car explodes in a giant fireball. But oh no, it doesn't just explode. The car goes fucking flying like 30 feet up into the air and then like another 50 feet across the parking lot where it crashes onto the roof of the one stop taking out its neon sign. I have never seen a car explosion like this before. I mean, it's pretty awesome. It's amazing. I've seen... Some that have the car get like propelled like straight up, like straight up a few feet, and that's fine. But I'd never have I ever seen one that sends the car flying like a flaming meteor from the heavens. <laughs> the flaming bumper of the car destroys a phone booth as well. Crowd breaks into chaos and people running every which way screaming. Cars are crashing into each other. Yeah. yeah. It's pandemonium. Jade gets back to the van. They both hop in. Some random girl yells out, there they are. Call well, the police. Yeah, like they think they're, they're which, they killed the cop. Yeah. They clearly didn't. Like, I don't, there's really no reason for anybody to think that they did. Um, but Jesse hits the gas and they speed off into the night. As they drive, they end up arguing with each other because for some reason that doesn't really make sense that they both think the other one was responsible for the explosion. Why? Like, it, Well, the, the whole thing is the misdirect because, you know, Catherine Heigl was off getting food. She right. could have done it then, unbeknownst to, you know, the guy. Same thing with her. She was gone, so it could have been done by him, sort unbeknownst. Of, but, so that was that's, that's the whole hook, and that becomes a huge plot point. I get what, I mean, I, go, I understand what the hook is. I get that, but it, I've seen the way it was, everything was shot. It doesn't make sense. Cause I didn't Jesse, think it was that bad. I, I don't know. I doesn't. It's anyway. But, but yeah, the point is they start blaming each other, and they, the the suspicion is. Why'd you do in. that? Why'd you do that? I didn't do it. I didn't do it. Yeah. Um. Jesse calls David from a cell phone. David tells him the cops think that they they did it, and that Jade's uncle is also missing now. Uh, David says he knows that they didn't do this, but suggests that they turn themselves in anyway to save themselves from any further, uh, you know, hassles or issues. Jesse refuses to do so. So David says, tells him that, well, then you better lay low for a while until it blows over because a cop exploding a car is going to blow over real quick. Real quick. (laughs) Um, Jesse hangs up. Then they both question each other some more about if who, when and where they last saw Ritter. Like, didn't you seem like, so now they're questioning each other about that. Meanwhile, Chucky and Tiff are sitting in the back seat, uh, giggling kind of to each other, um, over, over their, their, their recent murder. Yes. Their recent murder. Um, so they drive now this, this, I'm going to go on a rant here because I cannot fathom this one at all. So they drive to Niagara Falls for some reason, even though that is in the complete opposite direction of New Jersey. 
I seriously do not understand why they would go to Niagara Falls, which is in northwestern New York, and Jersey is to the southeast. Hackensack, New Jersey, is right across the river from New York and the Bronx at the you know southern southeastern tip. While Niagara Falls is all the way across the state it's, it's on the a, Canadian border. border. What the fuck are they doing? I don't understand this. Why? I, I don't get it either, but I have like, an I a, a guess. But my guess is this. Because they go there. Here's what I can tell. The only reason they go to Niagara Falls is to get married. Right. At a 24-hour wedding church. But if that's the case... Why not just go to Atlantic City yes. in New Jersey, which is where you're going anyway? Why drive all the way across the state to get married just to drive all the way back to go to New Jersey? And New York's not a small state. It's, it's not, not a small state. It's not like it's Rhode Island or right. Delaware. <laughs> what the? I don't. I cannot comprehend this, and it angers me so so much about this movie. I can tell it's giving you. I'm just. I just kind of went. Meh. That's dumb. But you're like shitting kittens over here. It's it's so dumb. 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 It's the dumb. <laughs> so anyway, I can't. Mm. Anyway, so J- while Jane and Jesse are in the 24 hour wedding chapel, get married. Tiff and Chucky hang out in the van talking. During their conversation, Ritter pops up from the storage department <laughs> screaming, face full of nails. Chucky and Tim are like, ah! <laughs> Chucky pulls out his knife and just stabs Ritter repeatedly to death. Just stabs the shit out of him, killing Ritter again. again. We cut to the Honeymoon Suites, Honeymoon Suites Motel where Jesse and Jade are watching news footage of the cops talking about them and hunting them down and all this stuff. In bursts a woman dressed in white lingerie, lingerie named Diane, uh, who is mistaking their room for hers. Following her shortly after is her man Russ or Ross. I think it's Russ. It doesn't matter. Uh, he's wearing um, only his boxer shorts. Yeah, like and like a silk robe. robe. Yeah. Um, the two couples talk back and forth. Diane and Russ basically try to convince Jade and Jess to do some like swingers swapping group sex thing with them. Hey-o. And the the double J's decline. Like, nope. Yeah, they're not they're not into it. Uh, during the conversation, though, Diane also steals Jesse's wallet, which Tiff sees and calls her a thieving slut. And that she's gonna get hers, basically. Diane and Russ eventually leave. They go to their room where they start making out and getting at it on the waterbed. Both these rooms have waterbeds, and god damn, I understand waterbeds were a thing like the 80s and 70s, but fuck, I I can't imagine trying to have sex on a waterbed. Like, I, I want to try. I want to try a, like, com- not not like a firm waterbed. No, no, I'm talking like the wavy yeah. motion Which in the ocean. Are. Yes, and they're, they're just sloshing all over. I want to try. Yeah, like, my thing is, I want to try it too, just because I think, just to see how horribly bad I think it or, would or be. Or fun or silly it would be. Like, or Maybe falling silly, over. You but know? It's so awkward. And, like, it's got to be so weird. Like, like, I can't think of any other style other than missionary that would probably work. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Either you're missionary. And I, I think it would have to be her on top. Because if you're on top with missionary and you're trying to do your thrusting and your waves are flump, like, I would think like your 
your arm. You can't support your arm. Well, I, maybe you can like get the wave going. You know, just like get the motion. I don't like know, the, man. if you can get a I, rhythm going, that yeah. might be able to work. <laughs> <laughs> you can't see it, but man, I'm really getting into it. <laughs> All right, so if you listen, if you guys have any experience with sex on a uh, on a uncontrolled uh, wave, the uncontrolled wavy waterbed, let us know. Yeah, let us know. Drop us a line. Totally interested. Um, so anyway, they're making out on their waterbed. Tiff creeps into the room. Grabs a bottle of champagne. While they're making out, Diane looks up, sees Tiffany standing at the foot of the waterbed, and she screams. Tiff throws the bottle of champagne up into the mirror that's above the bed, shattering it. The broken shards of glass rain down on Diane and Russ, impaling them along with the waterbed, which fucking explodes, sending blood and water flying everywhere. And it looks pretty awesome. Yeah, it does. I kind of loved it. I love this whole sequence. I did. Uh, Chucky, who's just suddenly there, <laughs> he just pops up out. He's just there. Looks at Tim, says, "I love you." <laughs> and this leads to really awkward. Um, this well, is actually this leads to awkward fucking doll sex. <laughs> this is this. Is, I've heard about this scene. I heard about this scene uh, when I was, I, I guess, in, I guess it had to have been in 99, 2000. And I was like, oh, here comes the doll sex scene. And it's actually kind of tame. Yeah, but you know what? Since it is Valentine's scene, we are talking sex. Let's get real sexy here for a second, guys. Let's talk something Ooh, serious here. Getting serious? Hey, man, it's getting lawnmower 4.0. So good to just stand here and go with that sleek, sexy black design. So many things are so different mm. than I'm So many things. Like how my bush is an overgrown red forest. Because there's so, so many things so right. Mm. So right. You don't yeah. nick, you don't cut. You can be silky smooth. Never again, man. Never again. Will I use another razor? So good. In my hands. Smooth, comfortable grip. Baby, no one else. Perfect. Ever felt. No other razors ever felt like this. Like this. So go to manscaped.com today and get your lawnmower 4.0. Ooh. And get yourself sexy and smooth. Remember to use promo code. Moongoon at checkout to get 20% off your entire order and free shipping. Now, back to the show. So, I hope you enjoyed that little... Uh, <laughs> Not bad. Not bad. Uh, so, during the night, neither Jesse nor Jade can't sleep. Um, Jesse gets up and he leaves... Uh, and Susie does. Jade calls David, saying that she thinks Jesse is the killer. While Jesse also calls David and says the same thing about Jade. So they're they're again blaming each other. Uh, not a good not a good way to start off your uh, your your honeymoon, your, your wedding, yeah, your your your, your, your <laughs> life together yeah. as husband and wife. Paranoia, <laughs> paranoia of, of being married to a murderer. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, David at this point tells both of them, like, you just go to the police at this point. Just go. Uh, we cut to the now we cut to the cleaning lady finding the bodies of Dwayne and Russ, uh, hearing the screaming. Jade and Jesse run in. Um, they're like, oh my god! And then that's all we see is we see uh, the double J's fleeing the motel with their bags, and uh, Jaden says, "I can't do this anymore. Um, I just can't go on like this." And again, they start just accusing each other of being the killer. Yeah. They go back and forth. And there, he's and like, forth. "Oh, thank God! I'm so glad you said that because I can't do this anymore either." Yeah. And, and then yeah. David just pops up. Hey, hey what's up, guys? Like, hey, here I am. And we just cut to the three of them driving. While David explains why neither Jade nor Jesse can be the killer. So basically, they're in the parking lot of the motel. One, how did David even know where they were? They did mention it. Because Catherine they? Heigl said, I'm at the okay. the Love Motion Hotel or whatever. And she goes, Fair it's enough. worse than you could imagine. Yeah. Fair enough. So David, he drives overnight or however far to get there to Niagara Falls. Then we cut to them in the van. So they... David goes with them. So basically he leaves his car in Niagara Falls, which means the plan is now that they from drive from Niagara Falls to Hackensack, New Jersey, drop off the Dallas, and then from there, they can't go home. They have to go back to Niagara Falls to get David's car. <laughs> they go back home. You are such a logistics <laughs> nut. You're so you always get so hung up on that shit. God damn. So and, all right, so the three of them are driving in the van. Dave explains, he's like, laying out, that here's why you guys can't be a killer. Here's right. how I figured this out, blah, blah, blah. Um, the whole time, Dave keeps saying that something smells back here in the van. Something smells back there. So he starts looking around. While doing so, he spots blood leaking out from underneath the bench seat. Uh, he moves Chucky and Tiffany out of the way and lifts up the seat to find dead John Ritter. <sighs> David grabs Ritter's gun and forces Jesse to pull over and let him out. He shows them Ritter's body. Jesse and Jade adamantly deny deny killing him. David, still holding the gun, gets out um gets out of the van as a state trooper drives by. Seeing this trooper, uh, seeing the trooper, David like starts calling out for help. The trooper pulls the Yui and starts coming. At this point, Chucky and Tiffany pull out guns of their own. Where did these guns come from? <laughs> They're just packing heat from nowhere. <laughs> the one gun I know Tiffany got from the lingerie gal that she killed. Did she? The, yes, because okay. they ha- it was the same gun. Because they showed her when she was looking at uh, Jess's money. She's counting it before she okay. got killed by Tiffany. There's a gun right next to it. It's the All same right. gun. All so right. they I got did, that I, one. I glanced away and missed that. But the other handgun the, 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 the big fucking hand cannon that chucky's holding i don't know where, where that came from it may have come from the same place i don't know yeah, but, but there's this, three guns all of a sudden yeah they're just guns tiff's <laughs> got a gun chucky's got a gun and uh dave's got, got a gun um so uh and basically chuck and tiff order everybody else not to move dave was like fuck he 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 backs away and into the highway, he packs far enough away and gets absolutely destroyed Kaboom. by a speeding 18-wheeler truck. Just who, obliterated. His body literally explodes in red, bloody chunks of mush and mess. It's great. It is pretty fucking great. It's just a... It's... Wow. <laughs> this explosion. Um, Tiff orders the Double J's to start driving. This leads to a very short car chase. With them and the, the state trooper, 
Uh, Chucky opens the tailgate. Now they're like in a fucking Fast and Furious movie or like a, a fucking action movie, I should say. And he starts sh- shooting from the back <laughs> of the van with the tailgates open. He's shooting at the cop car. Uh, so uh, he shoots the cop's car, sending the car reeling off the road and, and crashing, which allows them to get away. Tiff and Chucky tell Jade and Jesse their story about how this all, how they ended up this way. Which Chucky does say, if this were a movie, it would take three or four sequels just to do it justice. I really like that part. Yeah. Uh, Jade asks what their plan, what they plan on doing with them. What are you going to do with us? What's going on? Tiffany and Chucky allude to them taking over Jay and Jesse's bodies, but don't really come out and say it. Um, a news report comes on the radio saying that due to the fact that fingerprints belonging to Charles Lee Ray were found at one of the murder sites, his body is going to be dug up later today. Chucky says they need to get new wheels to help them get to the cemetery without drawing any more attention. So we cut to them all now driving an RV. An RV. Like a Winnebago RV. Yeah, because he says it needs to be inconspicuous but with style. Yes. And it's a fucking RV. <laughs> yeah. um, His sense of style is weird. <laughs> uh, so they finally cross into Jersey. Uh, we see Jade has been tied up to a chair in the back, and Tiff is putting, uh, putting cookies. Makeup. No, she's putting makeup oh. on Jade to make that's her right, look yeah. like Tiffany. Her, yeah, like that's herself. right. That's right. That's right. Um, then she goes over to a closet to get an apron out. Inside the closet, we see the dead bodies of the RV owners, and then Tiffany takes freshly baked cookies there out of the is. oven, offers some to Chucky. See, I'm getting hungry. All I can think about is the food right yeah. now. Uh, David looks back and sees all the dirty dishes piling up in the sink. And he's like, ooh, brain idea. Yeah, because Chucky's like, man, I love being married. If I knew yeah. marriage was going to be like this, this is great. I, I'm, I'm really enjoying my wife. My wife's pretty – this is this is pretty great. Yeah, she does. And Jess and is like, she's kind of not much of a housekeeper, though. I mean, there's dirty dishes everywhere. Yep, that's exactly right. Uh, so Chucky turns to him and says, hey, Tiff, those dishes aren't going to wash themselves, you know. Jade picking on what Jesse's putting down here, um, even though had wasn't there for this whole conversation, should have no idea right, what he's doing right. at all. It makes again zero sense that she would know what's going on, um, but somehow picks up on it. Uh, it. Says you did all the cooking. You should at least. Yeah, you don't. He you can sh- at least do the. Dishes. He can at least do the dishes, and this sends Tiffany into a fucking tizzy. Yeah, because she, she just loses up. it. She loses her shit. She starts throwing dishes at Chucky, yelling at him about not appreciating her and not for even being a man where it counts the most. Uh, and she's just throwing shit left and right. Chucky and Tiff are now just yelling back and forth at each other, throwing things back and forth. In the heat of the arguing, Jade kicks Tiffany into the open oven Damn. and closes the door with her feet. Chucky shoots at her but misses. Jesse punches Chucky out through the passenger side window. Smashes the window. But then ends up driving the RV off the road and crashing down a small hill. Jesse gets knocked out from the crash. Water starts spraying and everywhere, sparking Electrical wires are dangling from the walls and ceiling, which... Is it water or gasoline? There's water, for sure, but there's also gas. Because the place... It, we yeah, do, yeah. yeah, but yeah. But first it, of all, like, the crash... Like, they, this thing basically rolls down a small hill and like, hits a, hits, hits some, hit a tree. A, few tree, like like some, a, a, a small a, thing. A collection of small trees. Yeah, like, it's but not that. The, the devastation inside looks like they've just like got like bombed bomb or like <laughs> they did like 
three rolls over a cliff and then like, it fell off a bridge or something. It's really not even. Right. <laughs> you know, it doesn't stack up. So anyway, so these sparky electric wires are dangling from the walls and the ceiling. A burnt and crispy Tiffany slams her face into the window of the oven door, screaming to be let out. It's pretty awesome. Uh, Jesse comes to right as Tiffany bursts through the oven door, attacks Jade by pulling a Mike Tyson and biting into Jade's <laughs> ear. Jesse grabs Tiff, th- throws her, and then gets Jade untied. Jade escapes the RV only to get held up at gunpoint by Chucky immediately. Jesse jumps out of the RV right before it fucking explodes. explodes. We've had so many explosions in this movie. And, like, you see him jumping out, and the fire is, like, it's in slow motion. The fire is right at his feet, and then they, they pan out to show the glory of the explosion, which is gigantic. He would be, be so, so dead. dead. They would all be dead. I know, I know. They would all be dead, because he's, like, he literally jumps out the door when the explosion Like, the fire hits. is, like, on his feet. Yes. You know? And she is basically just a few feet away. And when they see the wires on the explosion, it's like 30 Boom. feet of just fireball. Just, they would all be just dead. <laughs> but nope, they're still going. Uh, Tiff is crawling for her gun, but Jesse steps on her hand, picks up the gun instead. He looks up, sees Jade running down the road with Chucky, who has a gun pointed at her. So Jesse grabs Tiff. And takes off running after them. He's running with the doll, just dangling about. And she's like, ooh, ow, ooh, yeah. ah, she. He's just holding her by the hair. And she's like, <laughs> um, Jade and Chucky make it to the cemetery and instantly, with no problem, immediately find his grave. Well, there's there's the coroners there. The, uh, he's like getting per prepping. It's, it's already dug up. The grave digger. The grave yeah. digger is there. Like whoever you know, county digger is. It's like digger. <laughs> the digger. The county digger. The county digger is there. That's an elected uh, elected yes, job. Right. right. You have to I want to be your county digger <laughs> if I ever that digs up some graves. I'm your man. Don't listen to my opponent. I would really dig your vote. <laughs> um, so Chucky shoots and kills the grave digger. Just bang bang, he's dead. And then orders Jade to climb down into the grave. She opens the casket and we see Chucky's skeletal body covered in rats. Chucky shivers and says, I really didn't need to see that. I like that. Which that was I did funny. too. I yeah. thought it was kind of funny. And he tells Jade to give him the amulet. So she rips it off, but in doing so also takes Chucky's head off. <laughs> the, and, body, the, the body's head yeah, off. And yeah. he's like, bitch, you broke my neck. <laughs> Jade throws the amulet up at Chucky who picks it up. Jesse shows up holding the gun to Tiff's head. He demands that Chucky let Jade go. Chucky complies and lets Jade go. But as he does, he's like, so see you real soon. Yeah, they're doing a, a, a prisoner exchange. Yes, prisoner exchange. Jesse, Jesse releases Tiff. Tiff says to herself, why can't I ever get it on with the real good guys as she walks away? Tiff and Jade pass each other. Tiff tells Jade that, hey, and he's like, you're a lucky girl. And then Jesse and Jade hug. Burnt and barely hanging on, Tiff says, catch me, as she falls, uh, starts to fall. And Chucky just, like, Ugh. disgusted by her burnt face, her, how she looks now, just sidesteps her. He goes, And lets her, let her just fall face first into the dirt and mud. Um, so he then pulls out his knife, throws it at Jade's back. Jesse sees it, spins around, uses his bite to block Jade. And the knife strikes Jesse in the center of his back, which is just like immediately like, ah, ah, pull it out. And just yeah. like immediately just, just pull it out. It's fine. Um, so Jade pulls out the knife, which she does, 
but Chucky tells her to give it back because he's still got a gun. So she's like, all right, so here you go. Here's your knife back. So now Chucky's got his knife back again. Uh, we cut to both Jesse and Jay now tied up. Tiffany sits nearby, leaning up against a tombstone, while Chucky starts the ritual to transfer their souls into Jesse and Jade. Uh, Tiffany struggles to her feet, walks over to Chucky. She looks at him, says, I love you, Chucky. We belong together forever, and asks him to kiss her. Chucky leans down, kisses her. While they're kissing, Tiff takes Chucky's knife from his pocket or his overalls or something and stabs him in the back. Chucky screams, falls to the ground, and rolls around a bit. Tiff says, look at us. Don't you see we belong dead? Goodbye, darling. I'll see you in hell. With that, Chucky seems to die. Jade manages to free herself, then frees Jesse. They embrace. Cut back to Tiff, who's just standing there looking very woozy and weak. And then, bam! She gets bashed in the back of the head by a shovel, which sends her flying to the ground. And Chucky's standing there over with the shovel. Tiffany throws dirt in his eyes and picks up a shovel of her own. Oh, shit. And this leads to a doll sword fight only replace swords with shovel. And it's great. It's fucking hilarious. And they have an above shot. Which you can clearly tell is like two midgets. Like two, two little people. It's like two yeah, just, just going to town. It's so great. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. Um, so... After a bit of back and forth, Chucky clocks Tiffany in the face with a shovel. She hits the ground. But then, like, uh, but then, like, okay, she, like, instantly just springs back up to her feet and starts strangling Chucky. Um, just shit. She's tough. That's a tough chick, man. Yeah. Takes a face, a shovel to the face and instantly pops back up and starts strangling Got him. Got that adrenaline going. Yeah. Chucky grabs his knife and stabs Tiffany. Like, uh, right through her. Right through her. Like impaling her, Fully fully through her. Comes out her back. Tiffany looks into Chucky's eyes and says, My mother always told me that love would set me free. Chucky says, Get uh, off my knife. Yeah, get off my knife. And just pushes her to the ground and stands over her lifeless body. And then we just see Chucky go flying through the air. After he gets Mark McGuire with a shovel by Jesse. Wonk. <laughs> like, it's so, oh! it's so fast. Like, get off my knife. And then, wham, he goes flying <laughs> off screen. Um, Chucky flies through the air and lands in his grave, face to face with a skeletal corpse. It freaks him out and he screams. Like, ah! It's just always funny to see the killer be scared in yeah. movies. I always love it when the killer is scared. It, it, it brings a smile to my face and warms my heart. <laughs> it's, it's fantastic. So, um, Jesse pulls the ladder up out of the grave, trapping Chucky in, in, in his own grave. At this point, the detective who we've only seen on the TV, he sh- just pops up. Out yeah. Of he's nowhere just now. there. Like there's no way he should know. Yeah. Why there's, they're there's there. No reason no for him reason. to be there. He's like, freeze. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely completely. And he's by himself. No, no other. His partner, yeah. who we see on the TV with his partner. His partner's not there. No he other just, police officers. Nothing. The fact that he's there, it, again, it boggles my mind. And it kind of infuriates me that there's, there's absolutely zero reason for him to be there. It makes no sense. Um, so he shows up like, drop the gun, raise your hands. 
Um, uh, but then he looks down in the grave and sees a raging Chucky. He's just, just like, bouncing around, running around the grave. You're like, oh, motherfuckers, I'm going to kill you. like a fucking five-year-old on an espresso, just like <laughs> on a pinball machine, screaming and cursing. And uh, so at this point, Jade then grabs the detective's gun. She's like, watch out. <laughs> Jade is ballsy when it comes yeah. to cops. She's assaulted one, and now she's stealing an officer's gun. <laughs> this bitch should be locked up. She should be arrested twice now in this movie. Yeah. But um, she grabs a gun and orders Chucky not to move. Chucky yells up at her, go ahead and shoot. I'll be back. I always come back. Jade pulls the hammer on the gun back. Chucky sighs and says, but dying is such a bitch. <laughs> Jade unloads the gun in the Chucky. She shot Bull- him six times. She shot him six, six times. times. I've shot him six times. Yes, six times. Um, Chucky dies face to face with his own corpse. The detective says, no one is ever going to believe this. You know, uh, you know that, right? And also I want to mention that I didn't mention this before, but for some reason, Chucky's grave is surrounded by clotheslines with torn plastic sheeting hanging. Yeah. I don't know if that was like, it's, I have no idea why the, the, the only thought I could have is they were digging him up. So what they would do is maybe set up a, a barrier. So people who are visiting the loved ones wouldn't see, but there's, there's just torn and tattered. Yeah. It's not like a big plastic tart. That's like a firm plastic. And they were torn to pieces when they arrived. Yeah. So, it's either a really shitty job because it would make sense to maybe block it off if you're digging up a grave and say, for instance, you know, you're visiting your loved one yeah. or visiting your girlfriend. I, 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 I see like what you you're saying. I yeah, kind of yeah. thought but, that but, too. But, but why is it so torn up and yeah. shitty? It's atmospheric, and if sure. You it, but, why would it be clear plastic? You can clearly see what's going on. And again, why is it all torn and shredded? Like it, it doesn't make any sense. But it's just yeah. weird looking. So. The detective's phone rings, and it's his partner. And he tells his partner <laughs> that they have another body and that Jesse and Jay didn't do it. <laughs> You're not going to believe it. Those kids didn't do it. And he's like, go on, kids. Get, get out of <laughs> here. Just, he just lets him go. Yeah. He's like, but there's so many questions. So many. So many questions. He just says, get on home. And go, go go home and stay there. Yeah, just just, just leave. Like, You're grounded. Go to your rooms. So oh, like, yeah, just let them go. So Double J, they walk off together. They're done. They're out. The detective kneels down and looks at the uh, lifeless, burnt Tiffany doll. Um, and here I notice that this is the most poorly organized cemetery because none of the grave places make any sense either. They just have tombstones everywhere. Some face others. Some are at 90 degree angles. Some are, some are on are a like diagonal. Co- some are collapsed down. So it's just, yeah. they, and they're so clustered together that it would make there's be no room to even bury a body there. <laughs> it's, it's just a hodgepodge of here's throw a bunch of tombstones and it's like a little five by five foot patch of grass. Um, it's just a mess. <clears throat> anyway, the detective starts poking and prodding at Tiffany. Who See if she's respond. still alive. Yes. Yeah, doesn't respond. He reaches out one more time to check. But this time, Tiffany's eyes open. She starts screaming out in pain. The detective falls backwards in surprise. Tiffany's screaming and twitching. And then we see something moving under her wedding dress. Tiff's screams get more and more intense. Blood shoots out from under her dress, covering the detective's face in a red mask. And then we see a tiny baby Chucky Come out from under her dress. With spiked teeth. Spiked teeth. The detective is screaming in fear. 
the blood and goo covered Chucky baby launches itself at the detective and latches onto his face. Blackout roll credits. That's fucking Bride of Chucky. What a ride. What a weird ending. Yeah, a crazy fucking ending. Like, I gotta say, I mean, I haven't seen Seed of Chucky. I mean, I know that's the next one. I know that, but I, I haven't seen it. But so, even more suspension disbelief now. So now apparently these dolls have reproductive organs that function and work and can give birth to more murder dolls. In a matter of in hours. hours. <laughs> like a matter of hours. Because they did have a sex scene, and she did say, do you have a rubber? He goes, I am rubber. What are you talking yeah. about? And she's like, oh, yeah, okay. You know, but it's... <laughs> I thought you were plastic or something. Like yeah, that. I don't it's... Know. Yeah. So ridiculous. It's so fucking ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. All right, so... That's the movie, guy. <laughs> Let's move on to favorite kills. Don't act like you didn't love it. Favorite kill. All right. Um, what do you? What do you? Got? Pretty good kills. Not bad. Pretty Not good bad. kills. Um, you know the the, the the even the needle nose explosion was fun. Yeah. John Ritter getting a face full of nails, and you know it the the mirror coming down, the mirror shattered mirror onto the the couple on the waterbed. All great kills, but my favorite was David getting hit by the eighteen wheeler explosion, just getting blown with the meaty bits. I'm like, ah, oh, because I didn't see it coming, and just when he got hit, it was like they didn't shy away; they just bloop, like blew, bl- yeah. blasted him to pieces, and I loved it. I thought it was great. It made me go, whoa! Yeah, I was. Yeah. Like, that's a good one. I did the same thing. I, I was like, whoa! That was it's wow. Um, I love. Ritter with the nails. Yeah. Problem is, that isn't technically his death. He just gets stabbed to death. But the, that nail thing was awesome. uni- very mm-hmm. unique, very awesome, very creative. I loved it. I love the idea of it. Very cool. Um, I think I'm going to go with the double murder glass waterbed. Because you get two for the price of one. <laughs> you get a little bit of sex. You get murder. And then you get an explosion. Like a, a, I mean, a waterbed explosion, water, but still water an explosion. And blood explosion. Sure. Yeah. Um, All right. So yeah, I'm going with that one. All right. So let's move on to odds and ends. Just when you thought it was over, here comes the odds and ends. All right. IMDb gives it a 5.5 out of 10. Hmm. Rotten Tomato is 50% on the thermometer with a 46% audience score. That's no, very close. Very close. And the Amazon- critics liked it more than the people. Interesting. That is interesting. Um. And uh, Amazon, four, four and a half out of five. Wow, that's a lot. That's a lot. Uh, plot keywords, there are 427, Jesus all of which I kind of skipped over because there's nothing really fun, but just a lot of them. Trivia, got some interesting trivia. Well, well, I'll let you be judge of how interesting, but I have trivia. So the date on Tiffany's newspaper clippings at the beginning of the movie and the date of death on Charles D. Ray's tombstone is November 8th, 1988 which is the release of the first Child's Play movie. Uh, according to Jennifer Tilly, the doll's sex scene was all improvised. <laughs> uh, Julia Stiles was originally got the part of Jade, but Larry dropped out to play a role in 10 Things I Hate About You. Not a bad move. I mean, it was a good movie for her. Um, uh, so pa- apparently, one thing we missed in the evidence locker, the crate from Creepshow is supposed to be in the evidence locker, too, but I didn't see it. Um, oh, that holds Fluffy? I guess. Yeah, cool. Um, there was a planned album of love songs featuring Brad Dorf and Jennifer Tilly singing as their doll counterparts, <laughs> Chucky and Tiffany. 
<laughs> it's revealed in the movie commentary that Tiffany was to sing Killing Me Softly with his song, and Chucky was intended to sing House of the Rising Sun, and the two were to share a duet of Hit the Road Jack as their dolls. <laughs> There's a character in the film named Damien Bylock. His full name is Damien Baylock. And in The Omen, the satanic child is called Damien, and his evil nanny is called Mrs. Baylock. Ah, uh, okay, cool. Um, in the reports on Jesse's radio uh, in the van, the announcer said that Charles Lee Ray was gunned down in Hackensack, New Jersey, which is wrong because he's, Chicago. He gets, he's gunned down in Chicago. That's right. Um, so they messed that up. Gina Gershon was also considered for the role of Tiffany Valentine. Um, she was a second choice after Jennifer Tilly. And I'm, both drawing, those were, I'm drawing a blank on Gina Gershon. G, uh, Gina Gershon also, and Tenor were in the sex, lesbian sex movie Bound Together. Uh, Jennifer Tilly was in uh, Showgirls with Elizabeth, what's her name? Well, Gina and Gershon, that's was, what I'm thinking. I don't know who that is. Uh, she was also, I believe she was Nick Cage's wife in Face Off too. Um if you remember, she's okay. Yeah, pretty, yeah, 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 yeah. Pretty yeah, brunette. Yeah, she was yeah, yeah, yeah. In the yeah. 90s. I get it. Yeah, I got it. Yep. Um. So, uh, where was I? Uh. Keep this in mind, Aaron. Okay. The Bride of Chucky is the most expensive Chucky slash Child's Play movie to date. Ooh. At the time of its film, it was the most expensive. The scene in which Tiffany is electrocuted in the bathtub was originally written as Maggie's death in the original Child's Play. When Chucky decides to kill Chief Kincaid, he picked... Oh, wait, we're cutting that because we, uh, we already talked about that. So, moving on. Um, and lastly, uh, let's see. Okay, oh, so when John Ritter's character is killed and we did the pinhead thing, uh, Chucky explains why does that look familiar. Andrew Robinson, who played Sergeant Botnick in Child's Play 3 was also in the first Hellraiser as Larry Cotton, who nah. was the dad in Hellraiser. Um, so that that's all the trivia I got for this. Cool. Week. Yeah. So that's but we get to play the budget game. I'm excited. So here we go. They spent how much? The budget game. All right, Aaron. I gave you a little hint. Yeah. So do, hint. do you have uh, just one number, or do you have the three that you're I have going with? Four. Okay. One of them is worldwide, which is going to be bullshit. I guess. I have budget opening weekend, gross U.S. and Canada, and gross worldwide. All right. So I'm saying the budget is fifteen million dollars. Fifteen mil. All right. Um, let's see. Uh, actually, you, you, do you want to do this one at a time, or do you just want? Are you, are you still one at a time? You one at a time. All right. So fifteen million. Show me fifteen million. Show me fifteen million. What we got? Uh, where are my sound cues at? Oh, uh, but, but show me fifteen. Oh. kind of close ish. Twenty-five million. Twenty-five. Twenty-five. Dude, it's so million. funny because I was like, I was like twenty million, and I was like, eh, that's a little too high. I'll go fifteen. Wow, twenty-five yeah. million dollars. Yeah. All right. So that said, what do you uh, what do you got for opening weekend? <sighs> well, they usually make back their money, but like the thought that they cost that much to make, Jesus. All right, so. <laughs> I'll say it almost hit it at 20. No. I'll say 15 million again. 15 million? 15 mil. All right. Let's see. 15 million. Shit. Close. 
Eleven million. Oh, eight hundred thirty thousand. That's twelve. That's pretty damn close, man. You're giving me that look like fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Damn it. All right. Moving on to gross U.S. and Canada. All right, total gross. Total gross. U- total U.S. Gross, and Canada. U.S. and Canada. <laughs> made it made twelve million its opening weekend. That's usually the most impactful. Probably carried over. It, it was popular. It was fun. People were watching it. Um, thirty-five million. Thirty-five million. Show me thirty-five million. <laughs> Woo! Give me that one. You got uh, opening or gross U.S. and Canada thirty-two million four hundred thousand. Oh yeah, that's pretty darn close. Yep. Yeah. So you got that one. All right, now, lastly, gross worldwide. I'm just gonna say the same thirty-two million or whatever it was before the thirty-five million. Yeah, thirty-two, thirty-five. Because I don't. The last time, the last two, oh, okay, three times, three, just, just, just be honest with me, if you would. Is this just another, like, typo message error where they're like, nope, it's the same thing. It's the same as the Canadian and North American that they say for worldwide. You're not going to say? Asshole. All right. I'm just sticking with the American and the uh No, I did this. I gave you your answer, but you're... I was shaking my head. No, it's not. Because you're at, is it the same thing? Like, you're just like, twitching. No. You're just like flopping your head I around. I can't. Flopping my head. You're doing this. I was not doing that. I was doing this. Oh bullshit. Was just, I was shaking. No, you weren't. Yes, I was. If you were, it was microscopic. <laughs> All right. So let me try another like reasonable guess then. F- yeah. Fair now enough. that we're we're okay. Okay. All right. Uh, worldwide. This is legit. It's not the same. It's legit. Let's go. F- let's go crazy and say fifty. Fifty mil. Hmm. Yeah, that's just real crazy, Aaron. <laughs> you saw my sheet. I did not. I I am telling you, I did not. I did not. Gross worldwide, fifty million six hundred eighty-eight thousand six hundred fifty-eight. Nice. Oh, I felt good. This movie, so worldwide, it doubled its budget. And I'm honestly, I'm kind of surprised because ninety-eight. I mean, I know horror movies kind of do, but I was like, at this point, like I was like, I remember seeing this. I was like. I kind of thought Child's Play is running its course, but this, I was like, well, that's they're, they're thing, yeah, like, way like, off. Like, okay, now we're getting silly. When was the third one? It was like 1993, I think, right? Something like that. So remember. it was, it, you know, that's that's five, it's, I guess in the grand scheme of things, it's only five years, but I felt like there was a big cultural shift from 93 to 98. Yeah, there is. There really yeah. is. I mean, I guess maybe the reassurgence of like Scream and stuff helped, and I know what you did last summer, but mm-hmm. it just seemed like, I don't know. I, I was surprised this movie would make that much money in '98. And it was it's it, it's totally tongue in cheek. They're yeah. self aware, you know. They make they make jokes about how the sequels and how it was, you know. And there was jokes about how he's so '80s and it's like. Well, maybe yeah, that is so, part because I mean, Scream was kind of self aware too. The whole like the true, rules of the true. horror, how to survive a horror movie, and this and that. Yeah. So maybe that was the whole zeitgeist of the '90s horror movies, if you will. Um, all right, so let's move on to Mortal Comic Combat. At the end of this day, one shall stand, one shall fall. Good versus bad, right versus wrong, light versus dark. 
In the end, when the dust settles, who will be left standing after Mortal Kombat combat? Alright, so <clears throat> there were 3,995 total reviews on Amazon for this movie. Um, 76% of them are five star. Nice. With only 4% being one star. Um, from a Kevin Andrews. I'm not sure how it happened, but this movie got better with age. It has a certain charm to it that sets it apart from its predecessors, and to this day is still better than any of its sequels. If you haven't seen it, check it out. If you've already seen it, the film still holds up five stars. Real easy. So, yeah, fair enough. Amber Francis, Fra Francois writes, good choice. Five stars. <laughs> okay, weird. <laughs> Gabby, my boyfriend dad loved the movie. Same old... Same old to since he'd been looking for this a long time. Whoever loved Chucky, then get it. Five star. <laughs> My boyfriend dad loved the movie. Same old to since he'd been looking for this for a long time. Whoever loved Chucky, then get it. Me love you long time. Uh, yeah, You're so horny. Yeah. From Amazon customer. The perfect horror movie for my honeymoon one day. Halloween and any, old, and any old time, it's one of the horror's finest movies. It scares 17-year-old children and even scares grown adults. Five stars. Yeah. Now, this one, this may be one of the best fucking reviews I've ever come across. Oh, wow. Because it's just, it's a fucking trip. Get ready. Just sit back and take this in. From Andrea K. Be gentle. It's Valentine's Day. Yeah. Andrea K. <laughs> hey, it's a loving dead girl here. I changed my name for this movie review. I've been, uh, LOL busy, but me and my ex are now finished, but I got to keep the clown. I got to keep the crown jewel of my living dead girl collection. Remember weird dolls, not the company. And it really pissed him off too. Let's just say it's the scene in the movie where Tiffany brings the bride doll, then throws rice in Chucky's face before she was, well, I'm sure you two won't want to be alone. Only he doesn't get anything. And I get the Academy Award for every way I'm getting back at my ex. I'd say this could be the movie about it, but let's start from the top. That scene I wrote is one of my favorites, by the way, along with this scene at the beginning with the unsolved case files. Although I have a few suggestions for more cases. Case was, can we get, uh, we got Camp Crystal Lake, right? Well, obviously they know sleepaway camp. So Angela's machete should have been next to it. Then we could have had like a steak from Lost Boys before Chucky. You know how cool stuff like that. The throat slitting of the cop was perfect. Also, I love this flick so much. I wrote a story about it for Halloween. I don't like the stupid couple backstory. However, I don't care. I don't. In fact, I didn't even before the breakup. I thought they were stupid when I first saw the flick. I paid to see Brian Chucky, not this stupid background story that nobody cares about. Besides, they did that part perfectly in Cena Chucky. So what was the point of this one? Five stars. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I was like, I can't beat That's that. It's like review. a bipolar mess. You know? and first of all, they did that perfectly in Cena Chucky. What was the point of this one? That movie came after this one. They didn't do it yet. <laughs> That's the point because it hasn't. See that Chucky had been made yet. Jesus Christ. <laughs> but that I read that I was like, I this is almost incredible. it's almost world word salad. You yeah. know, like it's just so like scatterbrained. Yes, it's incredible. It's hard to read. It's, it's <laughs> sounds like it. Like you're reading it pretty well, I can tell, but I'm just like 
trying to make sense of it, and it was yeah. I it turns your brain. You can't. Your brain just like turns to mush trying to make sense of it. So that was it. After that, I stopped at the five stars. Like I can't beat that. So yeah. we're moving on to one stars. From Chris says it's Chucky. Don't waste time. One star. That's from, not fair. From Z. I watched this for John Ritter, and while he did not disappoint, I possibly won't watch it again unless I were making fun of it. One star. So a John Ritter fan, a huh? big John Ritter fan. Yeah, I guess but so. I, okay, I, it's weird. Like you know what you're getting, you should know what you're getting into. But uh, anyway, Thomas D. Poe writes absolute garbage, entirely. Uh, gr- oh, sorry. Okay, he's got this book. Absolute garbage, entirely gratuitous blood and sex based on moral depravity. One star. Gratuitous sex? It really isn't any real sex. And gratuitous blood and based on moral depravity? There's there's no titties. No, there are no titties. And you see Jennifer Tilly's sweet tats like pushed up, but mm-hmm. we don't get to see them. Nope. Everything's covered in laund- like lingerie and, and stuff. You know what, to be perfectly honest, I like that I haven't seen Jennifer Tilly's titties in this because it's like you want to see them so bad, but they're also very nice and they need to be respected. I think if you she can wants see them to show bound, them, great. If you want to watch a bound, I think she's naked in that. Mm, her, nice. her and Um Diana Hernandez. One of the worst movies I've ever watched next to Flashdance and Breakfast at Tiffany's. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh. like, two, all those movies are not even the same genre or the decade. Nope. Uh, just, my head is exploding with that one. Jesus. Only upside was the part. Only upside was the part of the soundtrack. I can't believe I was terrified of Chucky. Up to the moment I watched it, <laughs> one star. Um, and the soundtrack is just a bunch of Rob, Rob Zombie. Zombie. <laughs> Literally, they used two of his songs and a bunch of other shit that sounds like him ripped off. Uh, from Timothy, I hated this movie so much. I wanted to pour hot spices into my eyes. Bride of Chucky is the worst thing to have ever been created, and I'm sorry that I even watched a couple seconds of it. Chucky comes back to kill his girlfriend and performs a voodoo ritual to put her soul in a doll. They make quite the couple, and I got quite the migraine. Two dolls in love. Enough said. There ain't, there aren't, wait, there aren't any big names in this movie, and I don't know why John Ritter made an appearance in his bubbling waist. The deaths are gruesome and unbelievable. The dialogue is so bad, I thought I was watching Blue's Clues, but, but Blue's Clues is way better, and Steve makes this look like, Steve makes this look like hell. Please don't ever make another movie with dolls again. No more torture. One star. Sounds like someone's got issues. Yeah. First of all, the kills were. Uh, They're good. And yeah. like if John Ritter's your the the guy with the biggest name, uh, Jennifer Tilly, hello. Yeah. Come on. Uh, yeah. Uh, what was the big deaths? Gruesome and unbelievable. But I mean, yeah, it's gruesome. It's a horror it's, movie. It's, it's fucking, fucking Chucky. Fucking, it's a fucking fun Chucky horror movie. Yeah, they're supposed to be. And lastly, from Mr. Oh. Mr. Brian at AOL.com. So maybe you have any issues with this. You oh, can, wow. A- AOL. Mr. Brian, Mr. Dot Brian at AOL.com. Get him, Moon Goons. It is too disgusting for little kids. If my son ever watched this stupid movie, I would cut it into pieces. I hate that Chucky. He kills too many people, and his bride is very disgusting woman. My wife never acts like and never did so, can take this movie and cram it up your ass. <laughs> Whoa! That's so weird. Yeah! That's so, so weird. weird. My kid shouldn't watch It's rated R, asshole. Yeah. <laughs> You're not supposed to be watching oh. it. And he's like, well, the wife is a bad person. My wife never acts like this. So take this movie. Like, what? I'd hope nobody acts like that in real life. This guy's been on a meth bender for like four days. <laughs> 
was about Brian Chucky. <laughs> All right, so that's that. Let's uh, uh, that's what other people have to say, man. Where where are we at? Where, bring us home, Aaron. So I, I, I like I said, I haven't seen a lot of uh, child's play movies. I uh, recently watched the first one again, and it was it was cut from a somewhat serious cloth. I mean, mm-hmm. if you will. I mean, yeah, the premise is pretty ridiculous, but it was still like a proper horror movie, you know. This is self-aware. It knows yeah. it's it's here to have fun. We're here to enjoy just Chucky smoking weed and banging uh, Tiffany and and make cracking one-liners and um yeah it, it was it was a lot of fun. It was a great combination of humor and horror. So bad it's good. I really enjoyed it. Um, yeah, it was it was it was, it was a pleasant surprise. Here's what um, <clears throat> I remember coming into this. Um, thinking it was going to be bad because once again, we're like, you get to this, this realm of the, you know, that the, the lengthy sequels were like, they just feel like, Oh God, they keep pumping them out and they get worse and worse and stupid. Seven of them. And then there was the remake or yeah. the reboot. So technically um, eight, if you want to count that. So, but at the same time, like I was watching and I agree with you. Like it's so, it's just a fun ride. Like yeah. I really enjoyed it. I had fun with it. I was never bored. I uh, I thought the like I said the kills were fun and creative. I thought, uh, for the most part, Jennifer Tilly knocks it out of the park. Like I said, this is a Jennifer Tilly movie, not a Chucky movie at this point. Watch it just for her; she's great. Um, the the I mean, just the way she delivers her lines is yeah. so believable. She is so good in this movie. Um, but and the fact that it is self aware and it is more lighthearted and is and this is like this is what. They did it right here because like, like we talked about this like not a few weeks ago with Nightmare on Elm Street where they turned F- Freddy into a clown and shouldn't have because it's same. first this movie and Nightmare on Elm Street this first one Chelsea one Nightmare both start out serious scary movies right and then as they progress it got more serious but it makes sense with this franchise it works yeah because it's a doll it's I mean come on let's have some fun it's a fucking doll right right but so I'm okay with it being more. Like I say, blending that humor, it right bounds of humor and horror, and it works for me in this in this mind in this franchise because it's just a ridiculous presence of this doll. Whereas Nightmare on Elm Street, Freddy was always so uh, serious and yeah. dark and mm-hmm. nightmares. It was supposed to be a serious, scary character who they just shat the bed and turn him into a clown. Basically, turn him into what this movies have become, and it doesn't work in my opinion for that franchise. It ruined the franchise. Whereas this franchise kind of made it better i think because so you can always say the the scary doll thing only worked i think so long in that yeah franchise. i mean it, it like, made three of them that were cut from a serious cloth yeah and at that point we're like eh, it's time to move yeah, on let it breathe a little bit and bring it back something fresh let's yeah, have some fun exactly yeah. and it i think it works really mm-hmm. well now i haven't seen see to chucky and i haven't seen i did see i think cult of chucky that's a fucking weird one but uh uh, so I don't know about all the other in between, but this one worked. It was I had way more fun than that. Yeah, I was yeah, it was a good Jennifer time. Jennifer crushes it. She's a smoke show on it, and I highly suggest if you haven't seen it, go watch it, or if you have, just go watch it again because I do think it kind of holds up and it's still a fun yeah. ride. So I'm also saying so bad's good as well. All right. This week. Um, well, happy Valentine's yeah, Day. Yeah, happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Else. Oh, there. I got a fun little thing about Jennifer Tilly really quick. All right, lay it on. I, and you may know this, and most people may, but she is an accomplished poker player. Yes. She is like a top-ranked, like, competitive yep. poker player. Oh, and she goes like the World Series of Poker. All the time. Yeah, she, yeah, she, yeah, that's so awesome. I, I, I like it when you, you see, like, certain celebrities have some other, like, 
hobby or you know profession that they're good at, like like Keanu Reeves has his band, you know, and has a big band and stuff like. And same with Jared Leto, and even though I'm not a fan Bruce of him, <laughs> but whatever, he does his thing. Yeah, you know, it's it's always cool when you see like that duality, you know, of uh, like Mickey Rourke. He became a professional boxer for after you know, <laughs> got his face mangled and turned into Mar from Sin City, but still he did something else. He was accomplished at something else. I always find that very cool and very interesting when it comes to like actors and singers and artists. So good on you, Jennifer Tilly. Yeah. World Series of Poker. Distract him with those tatas, baby. Yep, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's it, guys. Um, continue to support the show. We appreciate you. Love you. Check out manscaped.com. Uh, get that uh, Moon Goon promo code for 20% off your shipping and uh, your, 20% off your order and free shipping. So check that out. Uh, that helps everything you do there. It supports the show. And it's not just for, uh, like I said, you don't just have to get the lawnmower. It's anything on the site. Yeah. Uh, it works for that. So that's um, that really helps us out. We appreciate that. And um, I guess Happy Valentine's. Yeah, Happy Valentine's, everybody. Enjoy. Have, hope you have uh, have a good Valentine's uh, night, weekend, whatever. Enjoy it, and we'll be back. Uh, we'll be back later, right? Bye. Bye. Keep watch more horror movies. Remember to always keep it tight. <laughs>